y'all welcome back to the take two podcast my name is kaylee and i have the privilege of being the host here and today we are with two amazing people the michael cruz and the lovely erica four hey yo um, why'd you hesitate <laughs> i don't know i was thinking about my words and i hesitated because <laughs> you are lovely so oh, thank you <laughs> um Good save, good save. Thank you. Thank you. I, I work hard on those. <laughs> um, but yeah, these two have uh, been on the podcast before. You were on a couple different places throughout last semester. And so you're basically veterans. That's what I said earlier. So Yeah. Yeah. So tell us something that's been good in the last week of your life. I said you could go first, Michael. Okay, I'm going first. Um, <laughs> I guess school's been great, but... This last weekend, I went to Vermont on a ski trip, and that was so much fun. Um, Michigan is a lot smaller in terms of elevation compared mm-hmm. to Vermont, so it was wicked, to say the least. So wicked. super, super thankful for that, and a lot of fun with some good old buddies, so it was great. Very cool. Um, so I just got back from Rockford, Illinois. I had a skating competition Um, with my team and two other teams and it was just it was just such a good weekend I feel like I get a little stuck in my CCH bubble sometimes Mm -hmm. and it was just an entire weekend away with um, a group of people that I haven't been spending as much time with and it was just it was just so nice spending time with them and I want to make a point to be around more it was just Mm -hmm. it was so good there's so many good people on that team and it was a lot of fun that's awesome yeah very cool well, that's a great segue to where we're going today. <laughs> um, Tuesday night, Travis hit us with a great message on people that are outside the church and the importance of us having relationships and friendships with those people um, and investing in their lives. And so that's like outside <laughs> your CCH bubble, yeah. <laughs> investing in people's lives, good spending time, a weekend with them is awesome. Um, yeah, I don't like know exactly where to start with that, but what is like... What's your what's your experience with people outside of the church? Like you already mentioned skating, but like mm. you can elaborate more on that. Like what is what do those relationships in your life look like? Um I'm so sorry, give me a second. <coughs> <laughs> I'm getting over being sick. I'm so sorry. Um Yeah, uh I'd say, you know, the skating team is my biggest group of like being around not church people, but I feel like um like, when I came to school, I have more of, like, a group of, like, Christians and, like, a little bubble more than I did, like, back in high school and middle school. Mm-hmm. Like, I grew up, like, I didn't start going to church till probably, like, fifth grade. Um, but then I, oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, but I really didn't have, like, Christian friends, like, going to school and stuff. I had one, Issa, I've talked about her before. Um, But other than that, like, most of my life is spent with people, like, not of faith and people that don't go to church. The only time I would see those people is when I went to church or youth Mm -hmm. group or I was on, like, a leadership team. And that was really great. But outside of that, um, I spent most of my time with people who uh, just very much weren't of church and, you know, acted like it, too. That kind of sounds bad, but, you Mm -hmm. know, um, but that's been, like, most of my life, like, and maybe that's part of the reason why. I don't know, I feel like I have an evangelism gift or something like that, (laughs) but, you know, coming here, I almost feel like I have less exposure to that, but, you know, I already said that I feel a little safe in my bubble and that, like, I want to practice that more, I want to go, I don't know, like, 
back out. I'm doing quotations with my fingers, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, that's what I got for now. Yeah. That's crazy because for me, I think it's almost like the direct opposite. Mm. So that's cool though. Um, elementary, middle school, high school, I went to a super, um, small private Christian school, um, super involved in the church. So, you know, youth group, Sunday church and everything like that. Um, so in terms of interacting with people who weren't Christian, it was like not very many at all. Mm -hmm. So like there was, you know, maybe sometimes with like AAU basketball or club soccer where I got to be around guys that weren't, you know, Christians. Um, but coming here has been like wicked because <laughs> I love, I just like the word wicked today. I think it was shitty. Okay, I think it fits. It. Um, it's good. <laughs> but coming here is almost like exciting because obviously it's sad that there's people that, you know, don't know about Jesus or choose not to follow him. But for me, it's exciting because like, dude, like I found that like there's people that I can share that with. Mm -hmm. And like, I didn't always have that all the time. And Obviously, we have the wonderful bubble of CCH, but it's mm -hmm. great to get out of that, and it's been really cool to get plugged into a bunch of different things where it's like mm -hmm. the majority of people are not necessarily Christians or not necessarily super devout or don't even really care to know about it because they had a bad experience. So it's super cool to be able to interact with those people and be like, this is this is what it is. Like, yeah. this, is what, this is the hope that we have. Like, let's share that. So that's been really, really cool. I mean, obviously it's sad, mm -hmm. but it's, it's like so cool. that It's like, I can share this now. Yeah. That's cool. I did not like, that's so cool. <laughs> like direct <laughs> opposite. Yeah, no. there wild. That's perfect yeah. though. Yeah. I know. Cause I didn't want to sit here and be like, mm, I was the only Christian in my community growing up because like, that's kind of everybody. Like we all are all Christians in a secular world, but mm -hmm. it's still cool that we're kind of opposites. Yeah. Yeah. So in like being friends with non-Christians, how do you like, What's, like, a healthy boundary in those relationships for you guys? Like, when do when do we need to, like, retreat to our safe, bu like, safe bubble and, like, be with the community that, like, believes the same things we believe, like, like gives us fulfillment, empowers us, like, fills us up? And when do we need to be out in the world? I think it's hard to give, like, a finite answer because I think it differs from person to person. Yeah. And I think when it gets to a point where they start to influence you compared to you influencing them is when you kind of need to jump back into that bubble, you know, charge mm -hmm. up your batteries before you go and get back out there. Because I mean, when you're around the community, you know, of Christians and everything, you feel super strong, you're ready to go, you go out and you have that enthusiasm, you have that, you know, it's fresh, mm -hmm. but when you're away from that for too long, you kind of forget about it. And then, you know, the people you're around kind of bleed off onto you. So I think, you know, we definitely got to be around those people, but we have to do it, you know, and kind of be aware. Like, yeah. it's super easy to, you know, put on a mask and change who you are when you're around other people. But you got to remember, like, you know, we're doing it for a certain reason and there's a purpose. And it's super hard to be aware of that. I know I'm not necessarily am, but mm -hmm. I think it's hard to pick a finite time. But it's just when you change from being the influencer to the influencee is when you got to think about getting plugged yeah. back in. Yeah. Word. <laughs> I just said it's pretty solid advice. Because <laughs> I agree, like, it's not going to be, there's not, like, this black and white like, mm -hmm. by the book answer for that yeah. question. Like, yeah. We're just all different, mm -hmm. <laughs> which is a good thing. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, so, like, Erica, you mentioned, like, gift of evangelism. Michael, yes. you would say you have the same gift, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's okay. a good chance. There's a good, <laughs> good chance. chance. Yeah. Yeah. You're going through permission right now. You'll be getting there in a couple <laughs> yeah, we'll, weeks. We'll, we'll so. see. We'll see. Just wait. 
but yeah, what is like when you started learning that about yourself, like what changed in your perspective of like meeting people? Like, like Michael, you're just like sitting here talking about this and you're like lit up. Like you yeah. can tell that you're yeah. just like passionate about it and you love yeah. it. Yeah. So for me, it's like, I just have always just been, you know, meeting new people, talking to new people, you know, building relationships with the people has always been like super easy. Like I, that's mm-hmm. not scary for me. Like that's just, it's normal. Like that's, that's, that's my rut right there. Like that's yeah. where I'm in it. And, you know, kind of learning that about myself, it's like, yo, not only do I get to meet new people, expand relationship I have with people, you know, grow that. Um, I can do that with like Jesus. So it was mm-hmm. like, yo, not only do I already like doing this, <laughs> but now I can do this for, you know, a greater purpose. Mm-hmm. So that was like, that was wicked. So <laughs> yeah, kind of just learning that about yourself. And then it almost gives you like, I don't want to say like permission, like you just said that, but like yeah. it kind of does. Like it's, you know, maybe I had this ability or this gift and I didn't really know it, but now, you know, I figured it out that I do. And then now mm-hmm. I can be active on it. Um, you're done. You're done. Yeah. I don't want to no, interrupt. It's all you. It's all you. <laughs> um, I have a few different thoughts. I'm trying to organize them. Um, I would say, like, what was the question again? <laughs> like, <laughs> when you found out you had this, like, gift of evangelism okay. or, like, anything, like, leading up yeah. to that, what is, like... How's that uh, kind of, like Yeah, what is that... Okay, okay. What does that influence for you? So, honestly, until, like, this year, the word evangelism... <sighs> evangelism gave me like such a deep ick and I hate using that word but it did because (laughs) like growing up evangelism to me was like I'm sure you guys have seen this but like I want to be nice with my words the crazy people on the corner of the street holding signs and screaming about Jesus that's what evangelism was to me that's like what that's how I perceived it and so like and you know like there's nothing wrong with that but you know it's not it's not very effective that's a whole different story but like you know that just like I always saw that and I was like, I get why people are turned off from Christianity. Like, you know, so I saw evangelism as like people just being crazy and not logical with how they're spreading the word. Um, and that was that. But honestly, to like this year, I didn't even think to like look at it like it can have different looks and definitions. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like when we did permission and one of the gifts was evangelism, you know, initially I was like, no, but um, <laughs> but then like, you know, I. I <laughs> um, I like, you know, was like, okay, let's look at it from a different perspective. It's not just like a one size fits all type of word or gift. Um, and so like looking back, like on my life, I can see how like, I can see that I was an evangelist or whatever, just mm-hmm. not the way like I was perceiving it. Um, and it was super encouraging. And like I had um, went home one of these last few breaks and like t- talked to my mom and like, you know, we talked about different spiritual gifts and she was, she had put like evangelism at the bottom of the list or something like that. Mm -hmm. And I think that's because she also views it in a different way. But, um, like evangelism is not always like how, like reaching out to a ton of people. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I just knocked something over. Like, you know, reaching out to as many people as you can and just like getting the word out. I think it's more meaningful in that and more like individual and, um, what's the word? Intimate intimate thank you Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and I can look back on my life and see how like you know because 
evangelism, you're like a people person. I thought, you know, no, I don't like people, but <laughs> that's not true. But um, not I can true. look, <laughs> I can look back and like, you know, see how the way I would intentionally act around people was like a form of evangelism. And I forget where the heck I was going with this point, but um, just, I guess, too long, didn't read. Um, evangelism has like, it can look in, it can look a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. And that's like what I've learned and like have been exploring. Yeah. yeah, I feel like both of you like kind of like hinted at this in different things, but it's like more than just like being the guy on the street corner. Yeah. And there's like there's a time and place for a lot of different things and like a lot of different like ways to pursuing like the world and like showing them the love of Jesus. But like relationally, that's yeah. like where like we get to see real fruit happen. Yeah. And, like, I think that's kind of what you were getting at, yeah. specifically, Erica. It was, like, yeah. there's, like, way more depth to this than just being, like, hey, do you know Jesus? Yeah. <laughs> but, like, actually, like, building this relationship and, like, walking with these people. Yeah. And that's, like, the long, hard process. <laughs> but yeah. Can I – I don't want to, like, derail any question you have. Can I share, like, a it. story real quick? Do it, I was yeah. thinking about this earlier, and <laughs> I was, like, okay, I want to share this. Um, so it might have been sometime probably, like, late high school or ugh, late middle school, early high school, where um, I was telling my friends about, like, a game we play at youth group or whatever, mm-hmm. and this game is called Biffer. Has anybody else played Biffer? Is that – okay, so it's nope. just an art church thing that totally checks out. Um, so <laughs> Biffer is you put a Nerf ball in a sock – and um oh. like about like four different people get like, this like I how guess, big of a nerf ball like <laughs> a little bigger than your fists it's okay. like it's solid foam you know yeah. um but so you put it in a sock and like um four different people get this sock and um usually the leaders and then everybody's released and basically, I mean, there is a point to the game, but long story short, you get to beat the crap out of people with this ball and sock. Just absolutely, like, smack people down. It was chaos. It was great. You played this at church. Yes. Nice. <laughs> Youth group. <laughs> and this game was so popular at our church so much that, like, once a year we would have a biffer night where it would be, like, a 20-minute message, biffer and pizza. So much fun. I was telling my friends about this, and they're like, oh, that sounds like a really fun, you know, we're middle schoolers, you all, you know, a free-for-all with beating each other up. That's, like, you know, a dream. Mm-hmm. So I was telling them about this, and they're like, oh, that's really cool. And so the back of my head, I'm like, well, what if I, like, invited them? It'd be, like, really cool for them to, like, get to hear this small message. But more than anything, I was just wanting to, like, beat up my friends and eat pizza. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> as we Christians do. Um <laughs> That's, that's a joke. <laughs> um, but so I, when they were told me like, oh, that sounds like a lot of fun. I was like, well, why don't you come with? Like, that'd be so much fun. And I was like, it's just a short message. And then we get to have fun the rest of the night. And um, my friend looked me like directly in the eyes and like her tone totally shifted. And um, she said, why don't you keep your religious re- agenda to yourself? Stop shoving it down my throat and mind your business. And I was like, <laughs> Right. Um, I'll be showing myself off a cliff edge later because I was like, wow, I've like never had someone reject me so hard for that. Um, And like at the time, it was just super discouraging because I wasn't even like really trying to like evangelize at that point. I just wanted to like have some fun. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I didn't really know her background at the time, but um, like it hurt for her to say those things to me. She was like really upset. But um, I'm glad that happened because from there, I've like, the biggest question I've asked myself every year is like, how do I 
spread God's word and share Jesus's love without like having people perceive it as me checking it like it off the mm-hmm. list or off an agenda. I don't want them to think that I like I see them as a project or something that needs to be achieved. And that's something that like I've carried with me like throughout the rest of my life so far is like, how do I show this stuff? How do I talk about it? Like I, I have to put myself in their shoes and how they would perceive it. Um, and like, that's how I like, um, I don't know where I'm going with this, but, um, that's like what I've carried with me the rest of my, like since then is like, how do I share Jesus's love genuinely Mm -hmm. and not, so it's like a check off the list type of thing. I don't know if maybe you have anything to say about that, but yeah, I think, I mean, I think, yeah. So (laughs) I think of is when you say that is one thing that I've kind of been like convicted about and like kind of been aware of more recently is I think there's a lot of power to inviting non-believers to TNW, to hot dogs, to pancakes, because that's, you know, it's good fellowship. It's a great time. But one thing I've learned is like the retention rate for that is very low. Like most people say, no, I'm busy. I got homework. I got school. Like it's perfect to make up an excuse for that. Whereas like, if it's like, yo, I don't have any class. You don't have any class. Let's just go hang out. And then as opposed mm-hmm. to, you know, me bringing you to Jesus, I'm bringing Jesus to you through yeah. me. And that's one thing that like has just changed it a ton for me is like, yes, we can invite people to stuff, but like stuff like that, like that hurts, man. Yeah. Like that's <laughs> hard. Like hearing that kind of hurt me a little bit. Cause like, mm-hmm. that's tough. Cause it's like, Jesus, like I'm trying to be, you know, push you out, man. And I just got stomped on like yeah. that stinks. Whereas if, you know, it's, hey, dude, let's go, let's go hang out and play disc golf. And then you end up talking and it's like, what's, what's wrong with this dude? Why is he so nice? Like what? I don't mm-hmm. understand this. And then boom. Yeah. So that's one thing I saw from yours. It was like, yep, that's it right there. Yeah. That was something like, I feel like I talked about this a bunch with the staff over the summer. Like I just really like the word friendship was just like mm-hmm. stuck out to me because it was just like. People just read through agendas. Like, they know mm-hmm. if you have, like, a motive. But, yeah. like, if I'm just there to be their friend, they're all for it. Like, mm-hmm. everyone wants another friend, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, like, and then yeah. it just, like, happens naturally. Mm-hmm. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, at some point, they've got a question. <laughs> and, like, with Travis's message, like, the first, like, step zone or stepping stone is a trusting Christian yeah friend. not a friend a trusting yeah. one it's like if I think about how many people I actually trust like there's not a ton but like if you get to that point with mm-hmm. someone it's like dude it's all out on the table yeah well and like moving forward I always just made it to my goal to like stand out amongst other people be the different you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and when they ask why that's like your door that opens yeah. you know and until then yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. until then just show them Jesus's love you know by the way you act mm-hmm. and one day that might come along, that opportunity might come yeah. along to like talk about it. Yeah. I remember with like some of my roommates in college before I lived at CCH, like <coughs> I never really like, they like knew who I was at that point. Like they actually, most of them watched me go from like non-Christian to like fully like on fire following Jesus in a very short period of time. So they were like, yo, what the heck just happened? <laughs> um, yeah. And there were a lot of ways that I didn't, like, love them well in that time because I didn't really know what I was doing. Like, I, like we're always just learning about that. And I was so young that I was just like, I don't, I don't know how to do any of this. Yeah. But I do remember, like, there were points of life where they were like, hey, like, I need your advice on this. Or, like, how do I handle these things? And then it was mm-hmm. like, oh, I get to, like, speak some truth in here. 
because like you trust me to come to me for advice and like mm-hmm. although we may not have the same like beliefs like I'm gonna tell you how I would do something yeah. like mm-hmm. if you're asking me and I'm like you don't have to you don't have to follow you don't have to do yeah. the exact same thing but this is what I would do and I get, would get to like teach into that and explain why and just like at some point like there's a question that comes yeah. up whether it's about their life or about mine yeah serious. when I like, was having like the same train of thought it was like at the end of the day, maybe they don't agree with the way I view the world, but at the end of the day, I had friends coming to me for advice, mm-hmm. you know, because we view the world differently and we tend to have probably more logical advice in the long run. <laughs> so it's just cool how when it comes to like the things that matter, they people, mm-hmm. not always, but sometimes tend to turn to questions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I like something that's really cool about that, like, we talk about like both of you guys like having this gift of evangelism like not everybody has that gift like that's not my gift (laughs) um it's something I enjoy doing but it's just like not the most natural thing um in the way like I interact with people a lot and but like being friends and like building a trusting relationship with people like we all do that every day like like it's not something we have to be gifted in to like be a friend with somebody like we'd live lonely lives if that was the case, but it's not. And that's awesome because like we're all called to just like love the world and we're all called to be lights in the world. Mm -hmm. I've had the occasional opportunity to like, see, even now I'm still uncomfortable using the word evangelize and you just stop doing (laughs) that. But, um, I was, I was bullied pretty bad in middle school and high school. Um, but on occasion I'd have opportunities where like these people that were really mean to me, you know, I think one time, like, a kid was sitting there doing homework, and he slammed his pencil down and put his hands, his head in his hands, and, like, started crying, and I was like, it, 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 it's okay, like, you know, and so I helped him with his homework, and, like, at the end of that conversation, he had told me about some, like, really terrible stuff that he had going on at home, and I was able to, like, be there and care for him and, like, give him some advice despite, you know, the previous things he had done to me, and it's just, like, it's just really cool, like, the way mm-hmm. Jesus makes opportunity for us even when like it doesn't look like it initially you know it's like I would so gladly endure everything that that guy said to me if I'd known that it gave me a chance to show him kindness and Mm -hmm. if that somewhere along the way opens up a door for him then sure you know bring it on yeah I was talking to my friend Caleb um who graduated a year before I did last night and he's like dude I just like people like will question like you know why do you pay attention to like all these little details like like all this stuff that you like stress yourself out about he's like because it all matters yeah like if these 10 things amount to one thing that like somebody then makes a connection with the lord for the first time it was worth all my stress and i'll do it a hundred times again and i was like yo like your heart Mm -hmm. and that is just like crazy because like so often we're like dude i gotta like get some stuff off my schedule i need to like clear some space but it's like why are we doing all of these things? Like, yeah, it's that like little piece of fruit that we like might get to see at some point. Mm-hmm. Like, just makes it all worth it. Yeah, it's awesome. Yes. Word. Um, Michael, you mentioned like the first, like, step. Yeah. Of like, people coming to know Jesus mm-hmm. is like trusting a Christian friend. Like, I would love to unpack those like five steps that Travis shared. Because I do, like, Travis shared that, and I was, like, I, like, went through that at Trine. Like, I know exactly. Like, mm-hmm. I could, I see every step in my yeah. life, you know? Yeah. So it was, like, I was, like, he's got it. Like, he nailed it. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so I would love to unpack those. Like, we kind of unpacked it, trusting a Christian friend already. And so 
we jump into the second one, like they become curious about Jesus. And we were kind of getting into that. So what is like in these relationships we get to have with people we build trust with, like how have you seen that like curiosity start to show up more and more kind of in the longevity of those relationships? Mm -hmm. I think part of it is, is just like when you're around them enough and I know, like, for me, like, around people who, like, cuss or talk about things that I probably wouldn't talk about if I had the choice to, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, just in those just negative spaces, and then you continue to be there, and you never add in, you never, you know, I'm not cussing when they're cussing, I'm not talking about what they're talking about when they are, and, like, they they start to notice, it's like, what is this, like, what is your deal, dude? And then it's like, hey, like, I got to go. I'm going to T&W. Like, you're more than welcome to come, but you guys look like you're having fun. So, you know, don't worry about it. I'll see you guys later. Mm -hmm. And it's like a subtle invite, but also feel free to stay in your space. And like, they start to realize like, bro, what is this? What is wrong with this guy? Like, I feel I've I've gotten that before. Mm -hmm. Like, dude, what, what do you have going on right now? I do not get it. And then it's like, hey, yo, (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. So I think it's just, being different long enough that they notice you're different because I think you have little interactions where it's like that was weird but when it keeps happening it's like they just have to ask yeah and then it gets to a point where when they're asking they're opening the door like it's like I'm asking I want to hear what you have to say Mm -hmm. and then it's God from there pretty much yeah I'm thinking (laughs) (laughs) um I had a point in like uh high school I think um, where someone said the words to me, I didn't, they were like referring to me. They're like, I didn't know you could be funny and love Jesus at the same time. <laughs> and I was like, I have absolutely no clue how to take, how to take that. Cause they weren't believers themselves. I'm like, but I'll take it as a win that you think I'm both funny and that, you know, I love the Lord. <laughs> um, but this person w. also, yeah, seriously. Um, but this person had also just very often, like they were very like anti religion or Christianity or whatever and we were still like friends or whatever um but many times before they had like asked me questions and most of them along the lines of like if I act this way why do you still love me and I was like just how Jesus works baby but um I that's I guess if we're referring to um you know curiosity and um you know faith and Jesus and all that that's where I've like seen that the most in my life yeah yeah, I can, one of my, like, this is probably one of my favorite summers. And no, this is probably my favorite summer. Like, I will put it at number one. Uh, <laughs> summer of 2020, which is, like, how could that be your favorite summer? Because COVID <laughs> sucks and, like, <laughs> the world was shut down. But I, like, I got to stay in Angola. And I was, like, all right, I, like, need a job. Like, <laughs> I got to be able to, like, pay rent and, like, live. And a bunch of my friends were staying here. And so we all just kind of got random jobs for the summer. Like, we all worked in different places. I worked at Tom's Donuts, which, if you, like, don't know this about Tom's Donuts, like, it's a unique place to work. Mm-hmm. Like, pretty much, aside from the high schoolers and the, like, guys that, like, own the place, y- it's a rough crowd. Like, <laughs> yeah. and, like, there was, it was a common occurrence for, like, we would get our schedule, and it's like, Kaylee works these days. And then it was, like, this guy, Jason, And it would just be like, jail, 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 jail. And it would be like listed as him being in jail for the week. Hmm. And like, it was just normal. Like, Hmm. you're just like, oh yeah, you're you're in jail this week. That's cool. Um, (laughs) I do like just the way like 
like working with those people was so much fun though they were they were awesome like great friends um I didn't agree with some of the things they did while on the clock but (laughs) it was like I do remember like asking uh, most of them like smoke cigarettes and so like they would take smoke breaks you know like once an hour however much you're allowed to do that and they always would ask me they're like why don't you take breaks like why don't you stop like working and I was like I mean like I don't need to just like stop doing my job every like 45 minutes like I don't have a purpose to like go sit outside and um and like they noticed something different in like the way I cared about like the things that I did and that like brought up a lot of questions and it was just really cool to like talk into those things and like they were just like okay who's this like random girl that starts like working here and like but they noticed things differently and it opened the door for like a lot of really really cool conversations and like Never got to see the fruit of any of those because, yeah. like, it was such a short period of life, like, just a summer. But, um, yeah, it was a lot of fun to, like, work with them. And then, like, they did trust me, though. Like, that was really cool because they were, like, like, I remember one day one of them was, like, okay, we made a really stupid decision and I, like, need you to drive me somewhere now. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> yeah. like, they used some substances while at work. <laughs> and, like, so we... They were like, hey, we trust you to, like, get us where we need to go. And I was like, sure. Like, you just got to tell me where I'm going. I'll, like, drive you wherever you need to be. And, like, they just trusted me with their life, like, mm-hmm. literally. That's and I cool. was like, this is wild. <laughs> like, yeah. And they didn't see me as this, like, random Christian that came in and was just, like, better than them. Like, they were like, no, this is cool. You can know our stupid mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, yeah. So... I don't want to like keep talking about myself, but I have one more story um, <laughs> that I experienced uh, this summer at my job at the YMCA. I worked out at the outdoor pool house um, and I worked with this guy. Um, I'm just going to say his name. He's never going to listen to this. <laughs> his name is Clayton. And um, he is, j- oh, this sounds bad. He's just the most selfish person I've ever met. Um, he's just not a good person and that's okay. Not, none of us are perfect, but it was so hard to work with him just cause everything was about him and just the things he told me about were just terrible and selfish. And I was just like, how are you so oblivious to this <laughs> level of selfishness? But and, like, he is the textbook definition of a person that I would just not like. Like, middle school me would have been raging to him or raging to my mom about him every day. But God put something in my heart. I could not dislike this kid no matter what happened. <laughs> I was just like, you know what? He's just like, I just like being around him. He's a terrible person, but I can't have it in my heart to dislike him. I was like, I just can't help myself. Um, I think that was just uh a blessing from God because I had to work the entire summer with him. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, you know, and I went out of my way to be super kind to him and like, I, you know, tried to listen to his problems and stuff like that. But, um, so it was my last day at, I wasn't working. I like what went, walked into the Y and I saw him working and he was working with, um, my friend Isa and I had asked Isa if I like, if she wanted me to go get her coffee or like food or something. And she had asked for like a small coffee and I look at Clayton and I'm like, what can I get you? And he goes, can you get me a 20 piece chicken nugget meal with a large Coke? And I'm like, that's my paycheck. <laughs> and I was like, sure, I'll do that. And he goes, wait, really? He's like, I didn't think you'd say yes. And I was like, if you want it, I'll go get it. Um, and it was like pouring rain outside and it, w- it had just been like such a hard shift or whatever. So I mm-hmm. went out and I brought it back and I dropped it off and like he was super grateful or whatever. And I left. But then later that day, um, Issa had called me and saying like, I just wanted to let you know that, uh, 
the things Clayton said about you are really cool while you were gone, that he had said something along the lines of, he's like, I don't usually care about what other people think about me or, you know, he's like, I don't usually care about other people. And he goes, but there's just something about Erica that's just like really different. He goes, I felt bad today. He's like, I never feel that way. And like, that was kind of the extent of that. And I just thought that was like really cool. And I'm still in contact with him that's and cool. I can't wait to work with him this summer. And I want to like <laughs> pursue an actual friendship just because I was like, oh, that was, that was really cool. Someone who could just like, I feel like I'm just bashing this kid, but <laughs> so, someone who could be so selfish just to say something like that, which is really yeah. cool to me. So, okay, I'm done. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, like, there's like, there's this point where he's like noticed and this is going to just like lead into our next step where he's like cool. noticed something so different, but then like, it's like this summer you're like, man, like, I hope he's open to, like, something more. Yeah. Like, not just noticing, but then, yes. like, like how does how can my life look more like Erica's? Because, <laughs> like, that's all he knows to, like, base anything off of. He's like, you're this is light. And he's like, okay, something's different. <laughs> like, yeah. I hope like, I come back I and it's, yeah. like, uh, I hope it's, like, a Star Wars little intro, like, previously on, and, like, you know, this long <laughs> scrolling list. And then, yeah. Okay. That's funny. <laughs> Yeah, so then, like, that's, like, the next step that Travis shared was, like, be, like these people will become open to change. And, mm -hmm. like, I feel like that's where, like, I feel like that's the point where I get just, like, a lot of joy. Because it's, like, yeah. yo, you've seen something different, and now you're, like, all right, I need to, like, like, I need to do something with it. And that's, like, yeah. just, like, it's where you start to see the fruit, like, happening in these, like, relationships we have, and it's really neat. Mm -hmm. So what is, like... What are some stories from that that you guys have seen? <laughs> Gotta think for a second. I'm giving Michael the death stare. <laughs> I think he'll pick up on this. <laughs> <laughs> While he's thinking, um, this is something where I feel like maybe I almost struggle with is I feel like I look back and I'm like, but I feel like I don't see a lot of change. I don't see this follow through with people. You know, it kind of just dies out. Um, and... You know, I sometimes wonder if that's, like, a fault of my own. Of course, it's no fault of my own. But, you know, I just wonder what I could be doing differently to, like, see this change in people. Or, you know, I feel like I've never brought someone to church and they've kept going, you know, which we don't get into heaven by how many people we help bring to Christianity, of course. But yeah. um, that's that's why I'm kind of looking to Michael because I'm like, what, what do you have on this? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it sounds bad, but I, I can't think of any off the top of my head. But I know there's... There's been some, but I mm -hmm. think one thing that's cool about that is like you get to that trusting friend part. They start to ask you questions and then, you know, you answer them and you go away and then they come up with new questions the next time you see them. Mm -hmm. That's when like I've kind of seen like the change from one to two yeah. um, is when they like on their own time, they look stuff up. They come up mm -hmm. with questions. They, you know, pick at what you had said before. And it's like stuff like that just like sticks out. Yeah. Like I can remember instances like that, which have been really cool. But mm -hmm. um, yeah. Yeah. I think something that's like, I think the time that it takes to get from like steps one and two to step three is just like. <laughs> I, I just snapped, by yeah. the way. It's <laughs> wicked quick. Yeah. And it's like, but like steps one and two are so long. Very. And that's, like, why I think, like, when we're sitting here and we're, like, where have we seen three happen? <laughs> it's, mm -hmm. like, because, like, it we just, like, kind of have to camp in, like, mm -hmm. one and two a lot of the time. Like, mm -hmm. 
that's like that's the like hard work of like loving people is like mm-hmm. <laughs> waiting for them to notice things and like not shoving an agenda at them yeah. and like mm-hmm. but then when it does change it's just like oh yo like you saw something yeah. and now you want it and like yeah. now we just get to like we to cruise mm-hmm. and, and i feel like like three, four, five are all so fast, really, really quick. Yeah. Like one and two, like it's building the relationship, it's talking to them, and like those, like are are months. Mm-hmm. But I feel like three, four, five can be like literally a week. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy how fast. Well, and like mm-hmm. we're all still like young too. Like yeah. we've never like been in any one spot for that long. Like you know, jumping mm-hmm. through middle school and then high school and then graduating college and like all that. You know, yeah. it might just take some time. Um, so, I mean, I really hope some years down yeah. the road I get a uh, <laughs> message from the kid that I talked to back in middle school that, you know, he turned his life around, which, you know, that's not how that works. But, um, <laughs> like, I hope I see those messages one day. And if not, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean I'm, like, a bad evangelist or something like yeah. that. But, you know, we're we're all still young, too. So yeah. it just takes mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, I think if we go back, like, you know, all the way to the beginning of last semester when we talked about cultivate, like, mm-hmm. we – we just get to be a part of different areas of people's lives. Like yeah. sometimes somebody walks into our life and it's like steps one and two are super fast because like they've already had questions and like you just have to build this trust. And yeah. once that trust is there, they're like, let's cruise. Like yeah. you're the person that's bringing me like to know the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. But there are a lot of other people we're not going to get. And I'm like, we're going to be doing the planting and like mm-hmm. the slow, yeah. like watering process and like yeah. having to like Absolutely. work through a lot more with them. And so, it's just like it's divine when we get to mm-hmm. yeah. to see mm-hmm. the fruit all the way to the end. Mm-hmm. It is, yeah. So I have a cool instance I'd love to share. So yeah. first, <laughs> one thing that I have learned that has been like a dude, Michael, what the crap is your problem? Is like <laughs> assuming things about people before like actually knowing mm-hmm. them, mm-hmm. and that's been something that I've, you know, kind of been like, dude, what is my deal? Like, for example, like people that, you know, party or drink or smoke mm-hmm. or, you know, maybe have like same sex attraction or well, like whatever that is where it's like churches like this is bad. Don't do this. This is bad. Yeah. And like you talk to people that are do that. It's like, dude, you're literally a normal person. Like you're so cool. Oh, yeah. Like what is what's been my issue to not talk to you because I was scared. Like you're just a normal person. You just have different beliefs or you just don't know. Yeah. Which has been like, bruh. But, um, <laughs> Me and some other dudes went to a guy's house in Fort Wayne. His name's Gabe, you know, whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. But we had a guy that came with us to Unity Night, which is just a worship night, basically. The dude's name was Tarot, and he was a Satanist, like literally a Satanist, like had like Mm -hmm. the, a pagan necklace and like super anti. And like when somebody told me this, I was like, I got scared. I was like, there's a guy coming here that's like a Satanist. Like that's, that's really scary. Like I, I was like, yeah do I have to be here when he shows up? Like, can I go hide in the bathroom? Like I was getting nervous. Like this is yeah. like scary to me. And the dude shows up and like, he's just a normal guy. And I was like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. And they had alluded to it. Um, you know, there's a guy who's just evangelizing, saw this dude prayed for him. And like, he's had some bad experiences and like his dad was a pastor and like, he's just been in a rough ride. But from a week ago he was evangelized too. And like, they kind of brought in the love of Jesus. And then now he's coming with us to a worship night. Um, so part of it was meeting him and is like, he's just a normal dude. Like he's, you know, obviously believes different things, but that doesn't mean we can't love him the same way we love everybody else. Um, but one thing about planting seeds is like he was talking about, he's like, this is the third event where I've had a good interactions with Christians. And it was like, 
what? Like I got to be a part of the third event. Yeah. Like this guy is a, a Satanist. Like, bro, that's scary stuff. But, you know, I got to be a part of planting a seed of a third event where he had a good interaction with people who are mm. Christians. And like, you know, the guys are sending us updates and we're praying for him and stuff. And I mean, this is literally like a week ago. Yeah. Like this is like, this is fresh. Yeah. So like, that's been one thing that's been so cool is mm -hmm. like, look, they may believe different things, still love them. And if you actually talk to them a little bit, it's pretty easy like yeah. people, people are people like mm -hmm. some are bad. Some are just normal and just don't know. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, yeah that was one cool. thing that was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I have a, one of these guys has graduated and one of them's still a part of five out now, but like there was, uh, gosh, I kind of think it was two years ago block party where they were just like, Hey, can we like borrow your volleyball net? Like all night. It, I was like, yo, Travis, like I'll make sure it gets back over here at like 2 AM. Like whatever's <laughs> cool. Like, <laughs> Yeah. It would just be really awesome. And so they used it, like, all through pancakes. It was, like, super late. And I was just, like, standing in the guy's house, like, driveway with them after we, like, packed up this volleyball net. And we were just, like, talking. Like, we we sat out there and talked for probably, like, an hour and a half. Right. Mm -hmm. And, like, Fidel often has a bad rap. And they were just, like, we know that we know that people view us this way. And he they, he was just, like... Like, we're just normal guys. Mm. And, like, this guy is, like, just pouring out his heart. He's like, I yeah. hate that people think this of me. Like, mm -hmm. and it was it was just really, like, eye-opening because he was mm. just like, man, like, why does everybody, like, just view us like this? Like, he's like, yeah, sure, we make some bad decisions yeah. at times. Yeah. And, like, people see that and, like, they, they peg us with this, like, title then. But he's like, man, we're just, like, we're just like anybody else. Yeah. We just, like we're looking for something basically. And yeah, I, it was just really cool. Like, that is to really cool. like hear it like straight from this guy's mouth where he's like, he's like, yeah, like I know I screw things up. I know I like look like an idiot sometimes, like whatever yeah. it is, but he's like, people just hold it against me. Like, mm -hmm. like it's not, the, it's not the title I want for it's my life. People and behind all of that. Yeah. yeah. And that's that was just like cool. really good to yeah. like hear that from him. That's awesome. Yeah. Super cool dudes. Rad, one might say. <laughs> Wicked. Wicked. <laughs> <laughs> Word of the week. <laughs> um, yeah, so something else, like, we're like, um, oh, shoot, maybe not. It might be gone. <laughs> nope, I think he's gone. That's okay. All right, anyways. Hey, we're chilling. Moving it'll, from. It'll come back open to change step four is like they start seeking after god and like we talk about like not being like how we haven't witnessed a lot of like people like make that transition to being open to change but have you guys seen like people start to seek the lord like mm -hmm. just like kind of got to be a part of that chapter of their life where that's like super fresh for them and you're like you're new to me too <laughs> but yeah. so one thing for me has been like the difference in heart posture and seeking the Lord in Christian communities. Cause obviously I went to a Christian school, everybody, you know, I'm hand quotes here. I don't know if you, obviously you can't see that. You can't <laughs> it, so it's like, everybody's Christian, you right, know, right, right, yeah. right. like whatever, you know, do you believe that? I don't know. Mm -hmm. Do you show that? Not really. Mm -hmm. um, but being in spaces where, <clears throat> and for me, like the most joy has come through worship. Cause that's, I just love to worship. That's something I, you know, pour my heart out to. And when I see, other people that I know like are kind of wishy-washy or don't really know where they're at. And then we're in those settings and like, they're just diving in. Like mm -hmm. I can't help but smile and like stuff like that has hit me. And it's been like, dude, 
that's so good. Like, that's so yeah. cool. And like, it's, you know, God's smiling down on you right now as you're worshiping him. It's like the little joy that's in me is pale in comparison to what God's feeling right now Yeah. after that heart posture change. So that's one thing that's been so cool is, you know, being in those spaces and like, you know, sometimes I normally close my eyes when I worship, but sometimes I open it and just look at everybody and it's just mm-hmm. like, ah, just yeah. my heart's so full. Yeah. So that's one thing that's like been really cool for me and seeing that seeking the step in people that are in the faith is, you know, them diving in more, them, you know, losing mm-hmm. a little bit of pride and saying, it's, I'm here for God, that's it. Yeah. So that's been one thing that's been really cool. That's cool. Um, I don't know if this totally answers the question, but um, I've seen just the effects of someone going through a hard time in life. Like I've, um, someone who, does pursue Jesus and someone who doesn't and how that's affected their life. So mm-hmm. I um, had a friend in high school, middle schoolish, um, whose mom passed away and their whole family was like churchgoers of faith. Like the whole church knew them and she lost her mom very suddenly. Um, and she very quickly, their whole family stopped going to church and it's been super heartbreaking like watching what she's just fallen into since Mm then um and you know I could never put myself in her shoes uh so like that's not coming from a place of judgment yeah um I just my heart hurts for her um and then a few years later another girl same age as this other one when she lost her mom she lost her mom Um, but she is just so on fire for Jesus. And, and that does not mean that she doesn't have her own hurts in life, of course, but just seeing the joy that the Lord can bring you when you seek him versus Mm -hmm. shutting him out of your life is just, you know, just two very different things. And that's kind of like the closest I can get with that question right now off the top of my head. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Yeah. Still good though. And then we get to the number five. The most exciting of all of them is when people enter the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. They're just like all in. It's just awesome. It's so cool to like be a part of those moments too yeah. and like watch Absolutely. those moments happen. Like I like the mm-hmm. retreat we're going to be at in a couple of days where yeah. it's just yeah. like, like <laughs> baptisms will be happening and yeah. like mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. are so going to cool. be like, Diving all in. That's so, <laughs> <Hey, yo! laughs> so it's yeah, that's just such a special part and like mm-hmm. makes it all worth it. Oh yeah. Makes all the like long hard years yeah. of like yeah. loving people. Camping out in step one and two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's truly fulfilling. Like it's yeah. just it's so good. And even like if you weren't there in steps one and two or you know, they already got to five, but you know, they're taking that step in baptism or mm-hmm. things like that, it's still just so so wicked to rejoice in them in those times and like yeah. um for example at my church um we have like you know text this number like text faith to this number if you know you want to learn more or mm-hmm. we can give you a goodie bag and stuff like that um and then you know they walk through and stuff and it's like every service you know we have you know hey <coughs> this week we had two people give their lives to jesus mm-hmm. and everybody stands up and like claps and like it's just like yes yeah like stuff like this like you know all heaven is rejoicing because mm-hmm. you know we have another person that's now eternity with jesus like why would we not do that even to an upper scale because we're here with them yeah Yeah. so that's been oh it's just mm, heart is just full yeah Mm -hmm. so super sweet moments (laughs) 
it's truly great. Yeah. Well, before we wrap things up here, like anything else on like whole topic of like relationships outside of the church or mm-hmm. any questions mm-hmm. you guys want to ask? Well, yeah, okay, we're going to do it. So I'm thinking one thing that I think about evangelism that is done super wrong, and we kind of talked about this a little bit before, and, like, I was even given, like, coaching, per se, on, you know, how to evangelize, an elevator speech to get people to Jesus. And it's like, I think all of that is so wrong. Mm. Like, I don't think there's any space for that that we Mm -hmm. should do. Because I think... It's just, so how can I deliver this to you this quick? And it's like, we're taking power away from the Holy Spirit, I think. And like the street evangelist like, you know, you're going to go to hell if you don't do this. Like, I don't think street evangelism should look like that at all. I think it's, hey, how are you doing? Dude, nice to meet you. Can I pray for you? Mm -hmm. Oh, sure. Because then, I mean, prayer opens a huge door. Not only can I throw you bones, like, are you stressed? How's work? How's this? And it's like, oh, I guess I'm a little stressed. So then it's like, can I pray for you about that? Most people will say yes. Even other religions will still say yes because it's like if if you do it, you'll go away. And if they don't, you still do. But then when you're praying (laughs) for them, they're like, what's this guy doing? What's he praying for me for? And it's like, that's a seed that's planted. That can be done in a minute and they will gain something from that every time. Mm -hmm. Whereas it's a 30-second speech, you say one thing wrong and it's, I'm giving this to you, I'm giving this to you, I'm giving this to you. Whereas if they're praying, you're taking something from them and then lifting that up. Yeah. So I think that's one thing that's been like, guys, come on now. And I think the like the elevator speech thing is like, it's like helpful to know like, all right, Mm -hmm. yo, if if I've got five seconds or not five seconds, like 30 seconds with like somebody and they're like, why should I believe in him? Like, you just be like, this is what he did in my life. And like, that's when you need to have that like Mm -hmm. little blip, like ready to roll off the tongue. But but yeah, it's like approaching with, hey, let me approach with love first. <laughs> yes, yeah. it's like, and yeah. then when you ask me why, <laughs> yes, I can tell you mm-hmm. this quick little like yeah. thing, and hopefully yeah. it's more than a thirty-second moment because yes. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I want to tell you more than like thirty seconds yeah. worth of my yeah. life um, and why Jesus is cool. But yeah, well, I'm like. I've always like questioned, you know, the people who do scream in the streets and tell you you're going to hell if you don't have Jesus or whatever. I'm like, that's like, that's not effective. And Mm -hmm. like, so then why are you doing it? Are you doing it because like, you know, you, you're supposed to spread the word and you're just, I don't know. It just, that feels like a, oh, I'm doing, I don't know. I don't know how to word it, but I feel like that makes people look at us like we're doing it so we can get into heaven or something like that, which I feel like is a common misconception mm-hmm. that I see all over the place is like they mistake my kindness and stuff like that as a selfish thing because I want to go to heaven and that's the only reason that I'm loving them yeah. or something like that's just such, I've seen that all over the place and it breaks my heart because, you know, like I love people because I love people and because yeah. God wants me to love people and, uh, you know, I whether I love people or not does not change whether I'm going to heaven or hell or whatever. So I just, so I wish I could tell every person in the world that like a true Christian, someone who truly loves Jesus loves you because Jesus loves you, not because we want to get into heaven or any other ulterior motive. But I I just, I'll climb off my soapbox. That's for another time. (laughs) I just had a wicked light bulb over here. (laughs) Could, it could be valid. It could not be. I don't really care, but this is, this is what I think. I think we have like evangelism and like in church refinement flipped. 
Like, you know, if we go mm-hmm. back into scripture, yeah. we go back into Jesus. Like, Jesus ridiculed the Pharisees hard. Yeah. But yeah. that's because, you know, they believed that we can hold them to the standard of the Bible. But the people who don't believe, don't believe in God, we're holding them to these standards that they don't even believe in. It's like, yeah. you can't do that. Yeah. And like anybody that Jesus went out and evangelized to, like, it's all love. Like, it's yeah. not, dude, you're sinning, you're going to hell, fix it. It's, dude, I love you. Like, yeah. let yeah. me pour into you a little bit. And then they're like well, balls, and then, you know, miracle here, <laughs> miracle there, and then it's like, so that's sorry, where the huh? change is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> it just kind of happens. That's so good, though. Yeah. I think it's way backwards. Like, we're judging people sure. through the eye of the Bible when yeah. they don't they don't have that same value. Like, you can't yeah. do that. Yeah. Yeah. C.S. Lewis, like, says that exact mm-hmm. thing yeah. in Mere Christianity. Dude's the goat. Yeah. It's a great Literally. Mere Christianity, <laughs> shout out. Go read Mere Christianity if you haven't. It is. It's a doozy, but it's good. (laughs) It it can be a tough read, but it is. You're not getting it done in one week. Fruitful. Right. Some would say. Or wicked. I was just going to (laughs) say (laughs) that. Yes. Yeah, that's a really good point, though. Like, I, like, even think about that in, like, some more extreme senses when it comes to, like, politics and, like, people's, like, opinion and like laws that should be i'm like dude i yeah. can't hold all these people to like no. my standard absolutely like, not do i wish that that wasn't like allowed or something like sure mm-hmm. <laughs> but i can't expect them to like think that that's not okay like right yeah to if believe they don't what believe, I believe it, but like you telling them they're wrong is not gonna make them believe it yeah. fun not. fact yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 I, that gets confused so often but yeah not a great track record. I could go on one. another <laughs> additional hour rant on that kind of stuff, but oh, yeah. I'm supposed to be in class, so we won't do that. <laughs> Actually, that time. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I do be seven minutes late, but it's worth it because this podcast is baller. Yeah. Baller. It could be a hot take, but I do find myself kind of dipping on scholastics to pour into relationships. So I think it's worth it because, you know, in the kingdom, my degree won't mean anything. Just saying. Don't tell my mom that, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm texting her right now. <laughs> It's fair. I mean, we should do all things to the, you know, glorify God and stuff, but. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a three-hour class, so I'm not. Hey, fine. you're chilling. School is not going to matter in the long run. That's so true. I'm so glad I don't have to take a forensics <laughs> test to get into heaven. But it does matter. It does matter. It does. It we should bring excellence to the things that we do, but. Absolutely. I'm only going to be a Sometimes there are more late. important things. Yeah. So. Correct. Hot take. <laughs> Like Michael said. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I just dropped my phone. <laughs> it's fine. It's all right. I'm going to uh, sign us off. That way, Eric can get to class. <laughs> you? Yeah. So, no, I, I can sign us off. All right. Michael's got it. Go for it, Michael. Hey, yo, guys. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We really do appreciate it. In the event you haven't downloaded the CCH Trine app, please do that. Yeah. But, you know, we love doing these podcasts. <laughs> we do it for you guys. It's great to think about these things. Feel free to have these conversations on your own in other spaces because yes, there's sir. no time limit. You can see facial expressions. It's, it's a great time. Air quotes. Air quotes. Air quotes are valid. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, feel Switch free to have these conversations elsewhere. We are super thankful for you listening. Uh, feel free to share it to other people because this is just great stuff done by a phenomenal person at Kaylee Johnson. So thank you guys. We'll see you next week. Can I bark? Yeah. Yeah. Hello.